0: Another awesome day here at Cyberbacker. My name is Jello. We're back with another episode of Cyber CEO, And of course, we have a special guest coming back to the show. Sarah, how are you doing today?
1: I'm doing awesome. Thank you so much. How are you doing? Yes, I'm
0: doing great. Thank you very much for asking. And of course, for dropping by, for coming back. I know you have a lot of things to do. Really appreciate it. Now, um, what we wanted to do was to talk to you more check up on you and your Cyberbacker, of course, to see how everything is going. So, um... First question, how long have you been partnered with Cyberbacker, Sarah?
1: Yeah, we just came up on our one-year anniversary. So it has been a full year that I've been with Cyberbacker now.
0: Wow, a full year now working with your Cyberbacker. So um, how's everything going? How what's How's the experience going, Sarah?
1: Everything is going great. Um, we are, you know, on track. And I feel like If anybody knows training-wise, sometimes you hit some road bumps. It doesn't happen maybe quite as quickly as you wanted to because life happens, work happens, right? Um, But we are still, you know, continuing to learn more every day and consistently moving forward. So it's awesome.
0: There we go. Just That growth mindset, very, very important. Now, um, talk to me about virtual leverage then. Is this your first time to work with someone who's virtual, with CyberMax?
1: yeah. so this was my first time working with cyberbacker um and working with someone so virtual that I never got to meet in person. um since Covid, the whole team went virtual. um, and our team is located all over the state. But I did know the team, and we had worked, you know, together before everybody went virtual. So this is my first time, like, start to finish, just a total virtual experience,
0: okay. So what was I mean, what were your thoughts about virtual leverage in the beginning when you first heard about it then, if you don't mind me asking?
1: Yeah, absolutely. So I was a little hesitant. Um, I, you know, I know a lot of people had, you know, virtual assistants, um, but you know, hard I was a little nervous about how it would be to train someone start to finish, um, you know, and never be able to have them in person. You know, Uh my cyberbacker is not located in the states. So, you know, that would be a very long commute. Um so <laughs> was a little nervous, but it ended up being really, really smooth. Um, and we chat. I would, we chat most, I would say between anybody on the team. We are just constantly chatting, going back and forth. So it really is like he's here with me. Um, I never feel like he's hard to get a hold of or that, you know, we're, you know, things aren't getting done because I can't see him. It's like we just all day from start to finish, we're just in constant communication.
0: So really, a lot of communication between you and yeah. Francis, your cyberbacker. Now, yes. um, talk to me more about him. Uh, um, talk to me more about Francis. What do you like most about working with Francis, your cyberbacker?
1: Yeah, I like Francis's attitude. That is my favorite thing about Francis. Francis is not scared. He will take on any task um, and just try it. And when we're trying new things, I think that's really important. At a point, you just have to jump in. You're never going to feel fully ready like you're an expert at that task. You become an expert by doing it. Um, and he's not afraid if you know a mistake happens because as you're learning. Mistakes are going to happen or you're going to do something maybe that you didn't think was a mistake because you were doing, you thought you were doing it the right way. We're just going to pivot, maybe do it a different way. Um, he's not afraid to just jump back in, redo it, get it updated. Um, he doesn't let, you know, a mistake or a setback or anything that happens throughout the day um, hinder move, being able to move forward and continue to learn. We just sort of brush it off. We move forward and we just get right back to learning.
0: Gosh, it seems like you've already created this created this really strong bond with your cyber backer. That it just seems like you're you you've not only been working for years; it seems like it's longer than that. The way you talk about it,
1: it it does. It feels I don't remember what my days looked like without Francis. Um, and he's actually coming up. He has a few days off so well-deserved to spend with his family coming up. And I'm starting to think like, I was like, Oh no, I don't have friends to talk to next week. You know, it's almost like it's a nice chat to go back and forth, even beyond the tasks and the workload and all of that. It's just like, you know, that, that nice little friendly face that I was actually just telling my husband the other day, we were chatting and I was like, if we and Francis lived near each other, like I think we could just have the most fun sitting in the office, just like chatting all day long, like It would just be so great. So, but I do get so much of that, you know, chatting via Slack and on our team meetings and everything. So, we really do, we do have a a special bond that feels like, you know, beyond just work, we're really like friendly with each other.
0: So, there's a friendship that's been built all throughout the time that you've been working together. Now, I want to know more about Francis, basically, more about tasks. Talk to me about the things that he does to help you with the business, then, Sarah
1: yeah absolutely. So Francis um is still doing all of the like back-end administrative stuff to really help me out. so filing all the documents that come in, adding them to our systems, doing all of those updates that we just need internally so that everybody has all the information that they need um, he helps me a, ton with following up on emails and calls and things from third party vendors. So it's like in our business, we're constantly working with people just outside of the transaction, not just the buyer, seller, and our agent. Um, and they can be hard to get a hold of sometimes. So, you know, Francis really does take the time to do the digital and, and have that follow up that maybe I wouldn't be able to call every day, you know, with all of the meetings and things going on. I might not just be able to fit it in, but is really good at delegating his schedule so that he knows like, okay, this person was really hard to get a hold of yesterday. So let's start that in the morning. Let me add that to my morning call list. I can do that. You know, and he's really good at multitasking, you know, being on a lot of times we're just sitting on hold. I think like I mentioned in my last podcast, um, yeah. so when he's sitting on hold, he's not just sitting there. He's constantly doing other Find things something. in the back something. end and even asked me, he's like, Hey, send stuff over, you know, why I'm sitting here. Not just like taking advantage of that time to just be like sitting, waiting to that hold us. He really does want to be involved and have things to do all day.
0: Gosh, you already have a cyber that wants to be like somewhat of a partner in the business then now because of that. Yes.
1: Yeah. He really does want to be a part of everything that we're doing. Um, And we're actually, you know, going to sort of transition to some new tasks and I'm creating some learning tools so that he understands like, even if he isn't doing a certain task, we're creating sort of like a roadmap so that he knows what he would do so that I could just be like, hey, grab this email, use this template and here's everything he needs. Um And we're really excited about that. And, you know, he's also really forced me because he loves, you know, the marketing side of it. Um, he's really forced me to start thinking about it, things that have been on my to-do list that I just put off for so long. But because he finds so much joy in it, it actually is fun for me then. To work on these things, collaborate on them instead of just feeling like, oh, I'm so bad at this social media thing or whatever it might be. So it feels so daunting, but he makes it really, really fun
0: just exciting to of course to know that you're planning some new things for him to do that's going to be more things for him to do but more opportunities to grow as well now um again you've already created this very strong relationship with your cyber backer almost a friendship right there i want i'm curious because we get this a lot how do i um, i mean we get this question a lot from some of our clients how do I make this work this is my first time to work with someone virtual so do you have any tips that you can share with our audience on how you and Francis did a, I mean created such a successful partnership?
1: Yeah, I really think it comes down to communication. Um, when you're not sitting face-to-face, when someone doesn't get to see your face as well, because so much of human communication and how people take things come from being able to hear a voice, see a face. Um, when you're just typing at somebody, um, you know, they take it however they read it, right? Maybe not the way you type it, it's how they read it. So I think it just comes down to communication, really communicating well um, and allowing a safe space to have someone who can ask questions or to be like this, you know, do a task and if they didn't maybe do it exactly correctly, be able to come back and say, hey, I was a little confused about, you know, part A, B, and C. I, I need a little clarification there. And being able to really be there for them as well. Um, You know, when they're virtual, you can't just like put a task list on their desk and like walk away until they are 100% with those tasks and you really feel the confidence or it's going, you know, things... May not be done correctly because they weren't trained. They didn't have the tools. So just really making sure they have the resources that they need to learn, and then checking in. You know, I really do try to check in and ask, like, how are you doing with this task? You feel like you can hold this task now that I can just send, say, hey, do this, and you have it. Um, Do you feel like maybe sometimes you do, but there are you know parts of it that are not so clear. And are there other tasks that you're interested in that you see us doing as a team that you think? oh, like, I think I could really be good at that. Um, And just allowing them to do that. And then also, I think it's really important to ask, although it's work, right? So there's always going to be certain tasks that people just do not like, but you have to do them. Um, But finding a way to do them in a way that doesn't feel so daunting. So, you know, if there's a task that someone is just like, I'm really struggling with this, I really just, I can't wrap my head around it. It's like, Coming at it in a different way, coming at it maybe from a softer point of view, um, or just like pivoting and be like, okay, I actually don't mind doing that task. Um, so why don't I do that? And then you do this in sort of like juggling that workflow. So everyone is doing what is best for their skill set
0: right there just a good description on how to use proper communication with someone that you're working with who is virtual because I 100 percent agree with you there the key to this partnership to be successful I think top one top two would be communication and setting proper expectations as well now how did you do with them um, about expectations during the beginning of the partnership how did you um, provide those expectations to your cyber backers
1: so at the very beginning, um, you know, I gave them what in an ideal world, you know, when we are fully trained and you know, it's been a year and you they're still learning things. It it takes a long time to learn how to work with someone. Um, just setting like what I want in an ideal world for it to look like at, you know, at the end, when we feel like we're we're good, like we have a really well-oiled machine, um, and what the steps in between are going to look like. Um and when I give over a task, I really try to if I have a priority in my mind, communicating that, um, hey, we need this done by the end of the day, or hey, this is something we can work on for the next couple of weeks. So don't think you have to work on this right now, work on it while you're doing other things. Um, or these always have to go out in the morning or whatever that is, just making sure to communicate, you know, what I feel is a priority, because, you know, not everybody is going to prioritize the same things. Um, And just, yeah, just checking in and being like, hey, it's been six months. Um, you know, how can we get here in the next six months? Or these are things that we've kind of put on the back burner. Let's, you know, start to put those front facing. And sometimes just saying like, it was yesterday, we were just like, ah, oh, you know what, we really need to get back into that marketing fund. like And just putting it out there, verbalizing that, just put it back into both of our brains to be like, yeah, let's, you know, kind of move that up in the to-do list. We've been doing just like a lot of the nitty gritty work, but let's not forget to do that fun stuff too.
0: So great pieces of advice right there. I know for sure that our listeners would be wanting to do that and now wanting to partner with someone who's virtual, work with a cyberbacker of their own. Now, one last thing before we end today. Um, what's been the um, biggest impact of virtual leverage with cyber That's that's in your business so far?
1: Yeah, I would say it's just the time that you get back. Right. Um, right. As a business owner, you only have 24 hours in the day. And often you have other things that you want to accomplish outside of the workplace as well. So, you know, Francis has really allowed me to take control over some of my time. Um, and even throughout the day during that work time, knowing that I can do something like this, I can take a couple minutes out of my workday and do something, um, you know, that's that I'm excited about. Because when I jump back into that workflow, we're doing it together. It's two hands on deck, you know. So really just having that back and having a collaborator, um, especially if you're working on a small team, you know, the more voices that you have, the better off you're going to be. Um, And just having someone there to be like, hey, maybe let's try it this way. Maybe just because the way you're doing it isn't the best way to do it. Um, you can do it faster, you know, quicker, cheaper, whatever it might be. Sure. Um, and that, in, which also just again leads back to the time that you have, you know, really finding that efficiency so that you know you can you can do what you want um as well as working on the business that you love..
0: So again, more time to do the things that matter the most, the business, of course, and personal stuff. Now, We've been talking about Francis for a while now, and for sure, once we have this online, he's going to be able to listen and watch this. So I was wondering, do you have any special messages or would you want to give him a quick shout out before we end today, Sarah?
1: I would love to give Francis a quick shout out. I just want to say, you know, thank you. Thanks for coming on board. Um, Thanks for, you know, taking the chance on me. I am not a professional manager. So, you know, I, you know, have my struggles as well. And just thanks for showing up every day with such a positive attitude Everybody really does feel it and it does change the dynamic of the team. So we really, really appreciate just everything that you've poured into the team so far.
0: We are very excited to see the continued growth and success of this partnership. And again, Sarah, thank you very much for giving us your time here today. I had fun talking to you.
1: My pleasure. My pleasure. I hope you have a good rest of your day.